What makes kids financially literate? It's a thought, right? So that's what I'm talking about today on part two of this series called Raising Rich Kids. I want to talk about financial literacy for kids and I am for rich kids and I am no expert, so to speak. I am just like I said in the first episode is that um, my husband and I are both um, first generation um, millionaires and we are raising rich kids, three of them rich financially, uh, rich emotionally as well. But what does that look like in a generation where we have more um, rich kids in our culture than we have ever had in the history of the world? It's really just the evolution of of, um, information available, all this information being accessible online. I was having this conversation with, with my husband just yesterday um, telling him the series that I had started and he had some some really good insights and I was telling him well there's there's more uh, first generation African American entrepreneurs than there ever has been and he said but you still have to talk about the accessibility of the information our grandparents and parents didn't have this information which is true and it's not that there were not any African American, people of wealth there were, there's just more now. But then he's like, but there's also more cars and more this and more that. It's just the evolution of the world. So I thought that that was an interesting perspective that I wanted to bring into this conversation as well. But today we're talking about um, financial literacy. What does that look like to teach our children, all children really, um, financial management, money, management, savings, investments, the value of money, right? I know like, for example, our kids, my husband got them some some new sneakers uh, like two days ago. They were just sitting on the counter when they came home from school and they both walked, well, one of them walked up to the box and he's like, oh, you know, these are nice. And it was it was no like if we got when we got new sneakers back in the day. I'm from a family of six. When we got new shoes back in the day, it was just like, oh, my gosh, are these for me? You know, because most of the stuff was hand me down. It's just it's what it was. I'm not saying that my upbringing was terrible. It was not by any means. We didn't have a whole lot of money, but we were so rich in morals and values. Um, but it's it's like. When when we get our kids something new now it's just the norm right so anywho i don't want to get off on the tangent here it's it's financial literacy at what age should children have a open up a what what age should the parents open up a a bank account for children should they have a checking account should they have a savings account at what age should we show them how it works this is this is checks and balances um, I remember growing up when my parents never told me this is a this is a um, this is a financial ledger, if you will. What what did they used to call it back in the day? The things that they give you at the bank when you order checks. It was like the little bank book. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And you would every time you had an expenditure, you would plus, you would or a deposit, you would plus, you would minus. You would, they taught that in school when I was growing up. I'm 50. They don't teach that in school as far as I know anymore. I haven't heard 
any of my three kids talk about that, but they don't even teach them how to write checks either. It's just completely different. They don't even know how to, they don't even teach in, in our area. They don't even teach in cursive writing in school to even, you know, like sign your signature on a check. But anywho, that's a whole nother episode too. We have so much that we could talk about here. But at what point are these things addressed and discussed? What At what age is it appropriate to start talking about finances with your children? Is it as soon as they start counting? You know, what kind of value system can we as a society begin to put on those things? I know for us, we got a game called, what is the game called? Cash flow, I think it is. And it came from the adult version of Cash Flow by um, by Robert Kiyosaki, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And they it became a real popular game over the years. And then they made a kid version of it. So we've played it with our kids, our 14 and our 16-year-old, a couple of times. We need to get back to I'm going to get that game back out. We're having our house remodeled right now. But I'm gonna, once everything's done, I'm going to get that game back out and 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 bring some more intentional conversation um around it they found it to be interesting we found it to be interesting and it's just teaching the way money and investments work that's the best example that 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 i've seen um if you're watching this looking to get in that game for your for your children even if no matter what your financial status is. It's a good game to get them to begin to think about money and teach what I call financial literacy in an interesting way. And then two, it has me thinking, what role do schools play and what roles should schools play, if any, in financial literacy? And is it financial literacy just as a whole, as a human being, or is it financial literacy for, is that the, is that the sole responsibility of the parents? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking out loud. There is no right or wrong. This is for, for fodder and discussion, but yeah, both of our, both of our boys have, their own bank account that we started. Um, they don't have a debit card or anything to go with it that they have access to, that is. Um, I'm sure neither of them even know how much is, is in their account. But they they have one and they know they have one. Our 16-year-old, he worked a job for a while at McDonald's. I think he worked like seven or eight months at McDonald's. And you know, things are direct deposit these days. So all his checks went to direct deposit. He loved working there. He loves, he's, he's real. Um, what's the word? Meets no stranger, very, you know, big personality loves to meet people. So it was fun for him to go to work there to the point where his checks would just go to his bank account. And he's, He's never even checked. Whereas back in the day, I remember my first job was at Kentucky Fried Chicken. My husband's job, first job was at Kentucky Fried Chicken too. Ironically, we were destined to be 
Um, and when when they gave me my check, of course, we I didn't have direct deposit back then. I'm, I'm sure it existed, but I didn't have it. I was looking forward to getting my check, cashing my check, spending the money on whatever I wanted to spend the money on. That is for my for our son that's that's 16 that has had a job. He's never even checked to see how much money was there. It's it's not it's not, I believe, on his radar to even be that concerned about how much he's earning. Just a thought. Just a thought. Now, I think the biggest thing in this in this time that he is concerned about is getting a car. He'll be able to get his license with the way the laws are set up when you get your permit, blah, 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 blah. He's 16. He's, he could get his license, but he hadn't had his permit long enough. So he's got a couple of weeks. But the biggest thing he's concerned about is getting a car. And, and we've told him we would pay half of the car. But I think he thinks that we're going to cave in and pay for the whole car. But I don't think we will. Well, I think that we should buy him a car, but that's a whole other episode. My husband's like, we are not buying him a car. But we bought our daughter a car. Her first car was a drop-top BMW. That was her first car. And my husband says... Well, it's different because she's a girl. We can buy her first car. And he went into the, you know, the expectancy when she she meets someone, she needs to have a certain expectancy. You know, um, that's a whole nother episode, too. Um, but for the boys, he says, no, we're not buying them a car. They as males, they need to know how to go and get. I don't know. What do you think? Is it okay to buy the girls a car and not buy the boys a car? What What do you guys think? Just in general, not for my household. We do what we do in our household. Whatever works for the mom and the dad is, is what it is. What I'm saying is in general, do you think it's okay to buy a minor car, number one? And they don't have to work for it. And if you do think it's okay, do you think there's a difference between buying it for a girl and buying it for a boy? Does it instill something different? Things to think about. Definitely things to think about. Financial expectancy. of minors has definitely, definitely shifted. Yesterday, my um, my 16-year-old, Dylan, he sends me a, a text from school. Now, mind you, you're supposed to be paying attention, but they're probably on a break. <laughs> and it's a jacket, in, and it's, on a, it's an Instagram page, and they're advertising this jacket. It is a nice jacket, very you know, trendy. Nowhere on the page does it have the price of the jackets. 
And he's like, mommy, I want this jacket. Now, mind you, it is December. It's December. And he didn't say, I want this jacket for Christmas. He, it was, it was none of that. It was like, this jacket is coming out December. They're going to put it, they're going to offer it for sale on December 10th. They're just advertising it now. Can I get this jacket? So I look over at the website. I mean, not at the website. I look over at the Instagram page. There is no website. All of the pictures on the page are of kids wearing this jacket that does not have a website, that does not have a price. They're promoting it. So in essence, they're building desire for the kids to want it. It could cost anything. And I'm sure people are going to, people are going to buy it. So just for giggles, I asked him, I said, well, there's no, there's no price at all. I don't, I don't see a, a price. And he's like, yeah, I know. I said, well, how much do you think it costs? And he says, I don't know, two or three hundred dollars. I would have never asked my parents to buy two or three hundred dollar jacket. But there's a there's a there's a different expectancy. And not that we're going to get it for him or not get it for him. It's just he just let that roll off his text tongue. <laughs> text tongue. That's a whole term. He just let that roll off his text tongue like it was nothing. Is that expectancy bad or is that expectancy good? Think of Paris Hilton. Think of Trump's kids. Think of Blue Blue Carter. They were born into wealth. They'll never have to go after those things. So what is the gray area then? Of is it did you have to have this much money for it to not for those things to not matter? Like what what is the measure? I don't think any of us necessarily have the answers. It's just something that I want us all, me, you the same, to think about as this generation has so many and, and it will produce so many rich kids. All right, you guys, I'll see you tomorrow for part three of Raising Rich Kids. Have a good one.